welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello again, my name is Dallin Hawes, as the intro has already said, but welcome back to this week's episode, and sometimes there's multiple in a week, but this week's, or today's episode on your federal benefits. And this week is a pretty cool topic. This week is about the eight, the eight most important milestones in your retirement planning and also into your retirement when there's big decisions that you have to make that really affect your life, right? How you approach them and just knowing about them can make a big difference in how prepared you are, how prepared you feel, and how just on top of life you are and making the best decisions you can to make sure your financial life first is taken care of and also just your life in general that you are prepared and on top of things. So let's go over it. I'm gonna talk about the eight most important milestones, most important birthdays that really can affect your retirement for the rest of your life. The decisions you make at these milestones can make a huge, huge difference. So let's get into it. Okay, so the first one is age 50. Now, I'm a financial planner. I work with people to plan for their retirement. But often, people only reach out once they really start thinking about retirement and in some cases, worrying about retirement. And I have seen about age 50 is when people start getting serious about their planning. I'm not saying that is a good thing, I'm just saying that is up to this point what has happened. Where around 50 is when people really get serious about their retirement planning. Now, the government, the Fed, has thought this as well, right? They knew that, that this is when people, okay, you know, maybe people have had a slow start, maybe they didn't think about retirement, but now let's give them an extra chance to prepare for retirement. And so that's why they created a catch-up contribution for your TSP and IRA. So basically what these, this means is that once you hit age 50, once you hit that age, you can put more into retirement accounts, and it changes every year. This year, you can put an extra 6,500 in 2020, an extra 6,500 into your TSP than you could have before. So it can give you an extra bonus of putting more and more and more into some tax-advantaged accounts so you can be just a little more prepared for retirement. Now, I also, you know, I always recommend preparing as soon as possible, starting as early as possible, but if you haven't already and you're hitting this milestone, I would definitely get serious about your planning just so you could be prepared. Be prepared. Starting now obviously is not as good as starting 10 years ago, but starting now is so much better than waiting another five, 10 years before you get serious about planning. Okay, first milestone, age 50. Okay, so age 55 is the next milestone, 55. So. As you know, age 55 is the first year with your traditional TSP that you can actually take money out with a, without a 10% penalty on that money. But you have to be retired. You have to have left service already. And if that is the case, then you would be able to, at 55, take money out 
of your TSP account without the 10% penalty. Now, there will be taxes. There will be the other things that come along with taking money out of the traditional side of the TSP. But that being said, some people retire at 55. Some people retire at 57 at their minimum retirement age. And so having the ability to access their retirement savings before 59 and a half when others for other types of accounts might come into play gives them a lot more flexibility so that they they really can retire early, right? So it's a big deal. And like I mentioned, 55 is also the very first year that could be your minimum retirement age. And now nowadays, most people retirement age is 57 just because it changes by what year you were born in. But it can be if you were born, let's see, I have a chart here, before 1948. So if that applies to you, your minimum retirement age is 55, but you've probably already hit that age. So, okay. Next milestone. Okay, so 59 and a half. So, like I mentioned, this is the age for other people outside the TSP, IRAs, 401ks, other retirement accounts, and, and for your Roth TSP as well, where you can then, after 59 and a half, you can access these accounts without paying that penalty. Now, you want to make sure you, you're smart about this, right? You don't want to take tons of money out at once. There's tax liabilities or maybe a Roth IRA. You want to make sure you, you hit the five-year mark because there's a five-year rule with a Roth IRA and the Roth TSP. So make sure you know all the nuances. But in general, after 59 and a half, you can access your retirement money without the penalties. It's a big deal. Okay. Okay, age 60. Age 60 is a big year because many people become eligible for an immediate retirement at age 60 because they have at least 20 years, they've hit, hit age 60, and so they can often retire. But let me, let me mention this. Many people at age 60 have a decision. They have to decide, okay, am I, I may be eligible to retire, but can I afford to retire? Or should I retire is a better question, right? Because by waiting an extra two years, you could get a 10% bonus in your pension and have a few less years of retirement to worry about and have more time to put into your TSP. So it doesn't always make sense to retire right at 60. It might, it might, depending on your finances. But this is the first time for many people, some can retire early if they have 30 years and other things like that. But for many people at age 60 is the first time that they are eligible for an immediate unreduced pension. And so they take it, they take it. And so this is, a year where there's a big decision to make. Should I stop working if you have at least 20 years or should I go a few more, a couple more to get that bonus and be more prepared for retirement? Okay, age 65. Age 65 is the next milestone and that is because Medicare, right? Everyone loves to talk about Medicare. Oh yeah, so Medicare is a big decision. And for those federal employees under FEHB, Medicare Part B is not required. There's no law that mandates you to do it. With TRICARE, on the other hand, there is a law where you have to enroll in Medicare Part B. That's just the rules. That's how it is. With FEHB, you don't have to, but a lot of people do. And I'm not going to go into the pros and cons of what Medicare Parts to sign up for and FEHB and all those good things. I have other other YouTube videos, other podcasts, other articles on that. But um, just know that that is when you need to make the decision. Well, you should actually make the decision a couple years before 
so that you know what you're going to do. You're prepared, but that at age 65, you're going to have a few month window on either side of your birthday to make that decision. And if you wait, for example, to enroll in Medicare Part B, you will pay extra by waiting if you're, if you're retired already. So make sure you're prepared, you know what you're going to do and what parts of Medicare makes sense for you. Okay. Let's jump right ahead. Okay, age 66 and 67. So depending on your birthday again, will determine what your full retirement age is for Social Security. Now, Social Security is often a major element in the retirement planning of federal employees. It's a big deal. It can be a, a decent amount every month that can be a huge game changer in how you plan for retirement. And of course, you can start Social Security early, back at 62, but you could also delay it till age 70. So there's a lot of differences depending on when you start that and how that affects your retirement. Now, if you're still working at age 62, I definitely don't recommend you starting it then. First, you probably don't need the money. And second, if you're working and drawing Social Security, often your benefits are reduced because you're making over certain amounts, it gets complicated. So as a general rule, you probably don't want to start Social Security if you're still working, but once you retire, once you retire, that's when the question gets a little hairier. It's like, okay, when should I start it, right? And there's a few different reasons why you'd start it earlier or later. I'm not going to dig into the details here, but make sure you understand what makes sense for you as you approach these ages so that you could really be educated and feel confident that as you get to these milestones, you know what you're going to do and you don't have to scramble in the moment to make a decision. Okay, the last milestone, your favorite, age 72, and that is RMDs or Required Minimum Distributions for many retirement accounts, TSP, 401ks, a traditional, a traditional IRA you have required minimum distributions. And basically what those are is that you have to take out a certain percentage of the account and just take it out of the account. And generally what happens is that you have to pay taxes on that money because when you put the money in, you never pay taxes. And so the government wants to make sure that at some point in your life, that money starts coming out and you pay taxes on it, right? And so if you miss these, if you do not take out the required amount, there is a huge huge penalty of 50% of whatever you should have taken out and didn't. Let's say you had to take out $2,000 and you didn't. Well, the government's going to fine you $1,000 just because you didn't take it out. It's a big deal. They take it seriously. So I would recommend that you take it seriously as well to be on top of that, get in a routine, get in a schedule so that you know as you approach 72, you don't want to get surprised by an RMD and pay a bunch in, in penalties and fines. It's a big deal. So those are the eight, the eight milestones that really start hitting after age 50. It's a big, big deal. And being prepared for all these milestones, understanding what each age means, what decisions you have to make at those ages can be a deal breaker and just how confident you feel about your life. And for me, that is one of the most important things that I want to feel on top of the things I'm doing. I don't want to do things last minute. I don't want to be rushed. I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be nervous. I want to be prepared. Whatever happens, I want to be on top of it. And I don't want to let life happen to me. I want to plan proactively to say, this is what I want. What do I have to do to get there? 
I don't want to say, oh, I'm 62, I'm going to retire. What, what's my benefits? What do I get? What do I live off of? Right? I don't want that. I want to be prepared as best I can so that no matter what happens, I have a plan and I'm prepared for what comes my way. Okay, so in conclusion, you may not be 50 yet. You may not be 72 yet. And so you may have time before these milestones. But I would start as soon as you can to be prepared, to save, to get your credit right, to do these little steps, whatever it is for you. Everyone's at a different place. You know, for some it might be to get debt under control. For some it might be to save a little extra into their TSP. For some it might be say, hey, I'm retired, I'm good, I'm gonna enjoy my life. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is for you. Just make sure that you are being proactive and staying on top of things so that you can be prepared for whatever comes your way. Okay, I hope this was helpful. Any questions, comments, put in the comments below. I will get to them as soon as I possibly can. Like I mentioned, I have a new book, Building Wealth in the TSP. It's sitting right here. Ba -ba -ba. I mentioned in the last couple videos as well. If you're interested, there's a link in the description below. It's like six bucks or something on Amazon. It's short. I condensed basically all the important things that I know about the TSP. I shoved it into those 30 pages to give it to as many federal employees as I possibly can for cheap on Amazon. It's thin. It's got, like I said, the most valuable things that I know. Okay, I hope this was helpful. You guys have a great week, and I will see you next time. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.